This is Scott Vanderplume, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 14. Well, another year is on the close. 2017 wraps up for us. And that is the focus of the show this month. Let's look back at the year 2017. It's also a good reason for me to be looking back at 2017 as I prepare to release the 2017 Scott Dunbeer Awards. It's all ready to go on the site. Um, It will go live January 1st and close January 31st as we did last year. Uh, for those who don't remember or didn't participate, uh, the Scott Dunbeer Award started on the uh, forums. And then in 2016, or in 2017, January, I uh, I did the awards on the uh, Combo Daily, uh, looking at all the artist editions from that year and then having people vote. Um, last year, I did the voting through Google. And there were some complaints about that because you needed to log in. So this year, with now that the Artist Edition Index is on its own website, uh, I've added a plug-in, and I'm doing the voting there, restricting it by IP address and cookie. So still one vote for everybody. And uh, it should be good. There's uh, 19 books were released last year. It, uh, I didn't realize uh, there would be there was that many. Uh, 2016 had saw 14 released and 2015 saw 21 released and it's a good it's a good mix this year it's uh, surprising uh, when we look at uh, the publishers we've got Dark Horse, Fantagraphics, Graffiti Designs, Hermes Press, IDW, Image and Wayne Allen Herald Productions so we got two new editions three new editions this year sorry and uh, it's a good uh, I did the same questions I did last year Except I dropped the most disappointing because um, I, I'm not really sure where it fit in, how it was answered, and uh, it didn't really go anywhere last year. So th- this time I've added uh, or replaced that with purchased. And that is a category. Uh, it's not just a single vote. It's please check the everyone that you bought in 2017. So I'd like to get an idea of, of the 19 that were released, how many were bought. I'll compare that to the number of people who voted versus how many books, and then I'll get a percentage of well, how many people. What's the average people buy? Because I mean, I'm buying them all, and I've got a skewed perspective, so I'd like to get a better idea of that. Uh, like last year, I've got a, a picture up of every book, so you can have a look at it, and then you, when you scroll down, you can see the the uh, categories: best design, best reproduction and scanning quality. Favorite material, best overall, best publisher, and then purchased in 2017. So please um, come on uh, to the Artist Edition Index in the month of January and please cast your votes. Uh, I'd really like to see this move a little further along than it has been so far. Last year I thought was a good response, but let's try and make it better this year. You know, when we look at uh, 2017, I was really hoping that we'd finish up with 20 books. With Hermes Press, uh, the Frank Thorne's Gita and Erotic Treasury Archival Edition was scheduled for uh, December 27th, and uh, Hermes actually sent an email 
that it was in stock and they were shipping out uh, if you'd order from them. But unfortunately, it had not made it to Diamond yet. I'm hoping probably the second week of January we should see it. The Diamond didn't show any in stock yet, so normally it takes two weeks by the time they get stock and then get it all out to your local comic shop. So we may see that. And actually, let me, as I talk about that, let me go on to Amazon and see what they're... No, they do not show stock either. Amazon is showing a January 9th date. So yeah, so we sh- hopefully we'll see that very soon. 2017. I mean... You look at the uh, Artist Edition Index, and uh, it's a lot of books. Um, there was a giant pileup at the end of the year of uh, five releases in November. One in October, two in September, two in August, nothing in July. Two in June, one in May, one in April, one in March, two in February, two in January. So a bit of a spread there, and then that big pileup at the end of the year where publishers seem to get it all together finally. I mean, that November was the month of Fantagraphics Studio Editions, with uh, two of them, and then the one previously in September. And then, like I said, the new uh, players there, Hermes Press with the Jim Davis's Garfield uh, in September. And P. Craig Russell's Jungle Book and other stories find out edition from Her- uh, from Wayne Allen Herald Productions and P. Craig Russell. So it's some exciting stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. I hope uh, those from Canada who listen were able to jump onto the uh, ridiculous Amazon.ca discounts. Um, I think uh, Fantagraphics 2 Edition Black Hole by Charles Burns and... Um, uh, the Fantagraphic Studio Edition, Jaime Hernandez. I think they were both under $70 for a while. And uh, there was some delay in shipping, but uh, I actually had a copy from uh, Amazon come through. And that, uh, while it was delayed for a couple weeks, I did get my copy and it was well packaged. I mean, Fantagraphics is doing the uh, right, they're putting the book, not shrink wrapped, but in the, in the art box, which is very nice. And then that goes into an individual shipping box. And then people like Amazon are putting that inside another box. So it's pretty hard to get a damaged book. I did get a damaged copy, though. Um, but Amazon's pretty good for taking your damaged copies back and getting you one out right away. It's interesting to, to, to look at the year. It's uh, When you think back at those January books, they've been so long ago. But, I mean, we saw three Jack Kirby artist editions this year. It's, a, it's, it's his 100th anniversary, as it should be. Um, it's a wealth of material. We saw that giant twice up. Uh, of the Fantastic Four, and then a normal-sized Fantastic Four, and then uh, Forever People. Just wonderful stuff. I hope the material keeps coming. I'd love to see some more um, Silver Age Jack Kirby. We've been lucky to get this Fantastic Four, and of course we got the Thor before that. And the voting, right? Uh, It's interesting image. I don't know if that was the image, the Spawn Vault Edition. Uh, was that a Todd McFarlane initiative? He seemed to like the format, and uh, you know, if you watch his videos, uh, you can see that he's he's had some other ones. Like most artists, they've got they've got them hanging around the studio. Uh, I'm hoping that that's not just a strictly Todd McFarlane idea, and that it doesn't go anywhere. I'd love to see some more vault editions from Image or whatever they want to call them, where they collect in this uh, AE format. A lot of good material. 
Especially some of the more modern stuff. I mean, I'm 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 on the fence on the modern stuff because I like to see the lettering. Um, we're really gonna, you know, as we move to digital lettering, it's harder and harder to see and to read these as a complete book. So that's maybe that'll be the, always be the draw of the older material, is that it can be picked up and read. But uh, I mean, yeah, the Jaime Hernandez stuff is older. The Charles Burns stuff's older. So. Just a gigantic wealth of material for 2017. Really, really wonderful. Um, 19, I think, is probably too many. <laughs> um, IDW solicits one a month. Uh, the other publishers have really... Uh, they're really all over the place. We know in 2018, most likely we'll see 12 more solicits from IDW. Uh, there's one solicited from Dark Horse. We'll talk about that in a minute. That's exciting. Um, I guess now this Hermes one we'll see... In 2018, uh, we're going to see another one from P. Craig Russell and Wayne Allen Harold in September of 2018. I'm really hoping Titan releases another one. It's been uh, well five years between the two they've released, but the, both of them have really been amazing quality and a great presentation package with uh, additional information from the creators, uh, wonderful reproduction, uh, a lower price. That's the other thing, you know. The you look at these editions and um, you can go all the way from the Book of Ballads, which is seventy-five dollars this year, up to what one seventy-five. I think was the top out we saw this year, either for the Prince Valiant or the uh, or the Spawn or was Spawn one fifty. I don't remember. But uh, I mean, we saw that seventy-five to one seventy-five range. We've seen up to one ninety-five for these books. I'd, I'd like to um hold that price or go a little lower if they can depending on the page size i like the way our idw does it with a 12 by 17 is 125 and then bigger is 150. um you know heavier page count also has counts for the price uh these fantagraphics editions were uh, thicker uh, and a good quality same as the uh, graffiti designs unfortunately we only saw one and we've got one more scheduled for next year i hope they pick up their pace but 2017 was an amazing year for artist editions, and it just keeps getting better and better. And uh, I'm happy that the uh, our awards is named after Scott Dunbeer. I mean, we owe it all to him for this format and this way of viewing and seeing comic art. Let's take a look at uh, other aspects of our normal show, and that is, uh, let's look at uh, solicitations. I actually had two solicitations up this month. Uh, the new summer catalogs had been released, and uh, I had been able to glean two books. <coughs> excuse me, from advanced catalogs, one from Dark Horse and one from Titan. And then the Dark Horse book was solicited a week later for in the new previews. But uh, we can talk about it here. So the uh, summer advanced solicits were Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition. And the Prisoner Original Art Edition. So there, boom, Titan. Got another one coming. I'm. Let's talk about the Lone Wolf and Cub one first. I'll give you the spiel. Uh, Kazuo Koike's Samurai Epic is a tour de force of graphic fiction, and Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition features selections of the late Go- uh, Gozeki Kojima's spectacular illustration reproduced at original size on heavy stock art paper to preserve the work in detail as it exists today. As close as one can come to owning these rarest of artworks. 
including in its entirety the final titanic clash between Ogami Ito and Yagyu Ratsudo. This deluxe volume is must for collectors and for enthusiasts of the finest comic art ever created. Reproduced from high-resolution scans at original size from the original art created over 40 years ago. Accompanied by corresponding reproductions in English. Publication date in May. 11 by 16. Interesting original art size. 240 pages, 99 US. Now this, this raises so many questions. What does that mean, accompanied by corresponding reproductions in English? So it's the Titanic final clash between Ogami Ito and Yagyu Ratsudo. Now is that volume 28 of the Dark Horse uh, Lone Wolf and Cub series? I'm guessing that should be that whole book. I, uh, I read mine digitally I, and I don't have my iPad handy. Otherwise I'd look at the page count on that book. But, uh, and what do they mean by accompanied by corresponding reproductions in English? Are we going to see some sort of overlay in English, or how's that going to work? I'm going to try and contact uh, Dark Horse Press and get some more information on that. And we'll see if I get a response. Uh, the other book that was advanced listed for the summer was The Prisoner, original art edition. Let me give you the spiel there. First released in 1967, The Prisoner was a controversial 1967 UK television series. Well, there's some... Redundancy there in that statement. The comic, originally produced by Marvel Comics in the 1970s, was the only attempt to adapt the TV show for a comic book audience. At the time, Marvel had already successfully adopted, adapted sorry, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Marvel first approached Jack Kirby to adapt the comic, but when not entirely happy with the end result, they decided to try a different tact and commissioned Steve Englehart to write the script and Gil Kane to draw it. Ultimately, it was decided to abandon the project, and the two comic strips were consigned to annals of comic book history, where over time they became the stuff of legend and known as one of the great unpublished comic books of all times. This collection, presented for the very first time, is a definitive artist edition of these long-lost pages of artwork drawn by two of the truly greatest comic legends. Lovingly scanned from the original artwork and uncorrected, these are facsimile scans of those original pages are exactly as drawn by the two great men. Uh, solicited for June 6th, I mean that's up in the air, 2018, 12 by 17, standard comic book size. Doesn't list the page count, and it's a 49.99 US. So I'm guessing the page count's gonna be on her 100 pages. Maybe you'll see 60 pages. Um, yeah, we'll definitely have to see. That is some interesting stuff. I've got the, uh, hmm. You know what? It's solicited as $49.99, but when you go to Amazon.com, it's listing it as $79.99 with no additional information. Hmm, that's interesting. I'll have to wait and see when that is solicited. It's maybe next month's previews? All right, let's go to the January 2018 previews catalog and the solicitations that were there. Only two books solicited, and one of them is Lone Wolf and Cub... Gallery edition. We just did the spiel there. Um, Previews World is showing it as a May 23rd release. And let's move on to the second solicitation then. The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck Volume 2 Artist Edition. The second volume in Don Rose's opus is presented in the award-winning Artist Edition format. Critically acclaimed and internationally renowned storyteller Don Rosa continues his historic overview of the life of Scrooge McDuck. 
taking Karl Barks' iconic character and presenting his entire life from humble beginnings to unimaginable riches was a Herculean task, but one Don Rosa met head-on. These stories are justifiably viewed as classics and earned Rosa the prestigious Eisner Award. Now, with the full cooperation and assistance of Rosa, IDW Publishing is proud to present the second volume of The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck. Included in this edition will be a cover gallery and a selection of Rosa's layouts done for these stories. Solicited from May 23rd, 14 by 20 inches, 160 pages, 150 US. Interesting. Um, the previous Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck, uh, the artwork did not have the lettering. Rosa adds the word balloons, but because the work was produced for multiple languages, the word balloons were added later, and they were IDW did add them in English, so it is fully readable. My only complaint of the first volume was there were just too many um, layouts. This went on and on. I mean, yeah. I guess it's part of the process, and you get to see how Rosa addressed everything. But uh, it was just too much for me. And I'm, I mean, but I'm not an artist. I'm just a reader and appreciator. All right, let's uh, take a look at the changes. Um, as always, all changes on the Artist Edition Index are done in red and they as always and for the last few months I've been leaving it in red for the entire month and then when the new month starts I change it all back to black so you can always know what happened that month changes this month uh, thicker than blood collector artwork edition that was the uh, solicited for December 20th it was a uh, Kickstarter uh, I've signed up for the Kickstarter I probably should have just got the book through diamond um it hasn't released yet. Uh, they haven't sent out the questionnaire about shipping yet. I don't think we'll see this for a couple months. There's no been no updates on the Kickstarter page. It's a bit disappointing. Frank Thorns Gita and Erotic Treasury Archival Edition. We talked about that already. It didn't show up for its date of December 27th. We don't know when it's coming. Wait and see. Uh, Gene Collins, The Tomb of Dracula Artist Edition. That slipped and then moved a few times. It's now sitting at January 17th. Walter Simon's Battlestar Galactic Art Edition moved and then it's come a little sooner. It's now solicited as January 31st. Ross Andrews' Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition has moved up as well, February 7th. Um, and then our two new solicitations, Lone Wolf and Cobb and Don Rosa's Life and Times of Scrooge McTuck Volume 2. So not too many changes. Uh, well, I guess it is actually. It's about a third of our list. Uh, the list does seem to be getting smaller. No, there's been no news on Stranko, Nick Fury, and Captain America Artist Edition. That's a pipe dream. It's a glimmer in somebody's eye until we actually see it. Those are the shipping changes for this month. Let's take a look at some sales numbers. Oh, sales numbers. I mean, so five books were shipped through Diamond in November. One showed up in the sales listing. The other f three of the five probably had most of their sales on Amazon and therefore will not show up in these numbers. Let's talk about the one that did show up. Bernie Wright's an Artifact Edition showed the sales at 1247. I don't know if that's combined, the two covers, or if that's just the one cover A. Unfortunately, we don't know. Book of Ballads, Original Art Edition. Fantagraphic Studio Edition Black Hole by Charles Burns and Fantagraphic Studio Edition Jaime Hernandez did not make the list. And as they say, we're most likely all Amazon online sellers. And P. Craig Russell's Strange Dreams Artist Edition did not make the list either. 
I may be giving up on this. Um, I mean, it's not a lot of work for me. It's just constantly that books don't show up. And then if they do, I'm not even sure of the accuracy of the numbers. But I'll, I'll keep slogging um, for a few more months. And we'll see where it goes. Out-of-print sales were interesting. Where, uh, as always, we cover the eBay sales. Um, first printings, second printings, um, standard covers. Let's talk about what actually sold in November. Two copies of Dave Stevens' Rocketeer Artist Edition, second print sold, an average of 131.10. I just, uh, that's an interesting when no copies of the first print sold. Uh, David Mazzucchelli's Born Again, two copies sold, an average of 212.50. Uh, here's a book from 2012 that continues to always do well in the back issue market. And I don't know why IDW doesn't uh, reprint this. I uh, can't figure that out. Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, The World's Greatest Artist Edition. That's that big twice-up book. Four copies sold for an average of 142.24. So those that sold for less than cover. That's pretty great. John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition. One copy sold, 109.99. Marvel Covers Artist Edition, first print. Three copies sold, an average of 83.66. Under cover. Mike Magnola's Hellboy in Hell and Other Stories of Artist Edition. No copies sold, but the second print did get released. So that could mean, that could be why that is. One copy of Sergio Argona's Grew the Wanderer Artist Edition sold for 99.99. Five copies of Spawn Vault Edition sold for an average of 102.80. That's a big discount over cover. Two copies of Strength on a Fury Agent of Shield Artist Edition sold for an average of 127.50. Uh, not bad. Close to original. Walter Simonson's Thor Artist Edition, first printing, one copy sold, 135. So we had some increase there, even though there is m m multiple covers of this and a second printing. And then Alien, the illustrated story of the original art edition, one copy sold, $70. Undercover. So there was a, it was a month to get bargains on eBay, apparently. Um, I may chart out a year's worth of sales for these just to see how they do. Because it doesn't seem to be a lot of... You know, we see we see a dip under and over. Uh, the only book consistently that's making money is the David Mazzuchelli's Daredevil Born Again Artist Edition. Interesting. This month also saw um, people talking about artist editions. Uh, I put up the three links. I've been a bit reticent with uh, news stories. Uh, when the site's launched on its own, I had some news stories, and then it sort of went quiet. I've been reposting things I see uh, on Facebook. But I thought, ah, you know, I should be doing, I should be doing these news. Because, I mean, what is the, who's covering our edition in full other than myself? So if I'm going to do it, I should do it completely. Um, yeah, so Charles Vest, Charles Vest talked about the Book of Ballads with uh, Comic Resources. He had some interesting things to say. Um, somebody asked him, uh, Titan editor asked if he could do the book and he said yes they went to the Charles Vess's original pages with the Library of Congress so they got the uh, they went down and scanned it check out the site for that John Lind talked about Sin City Curators Edition which is interesting to me because the book's over a year old and he talked about that for Print Magazine and uh, there's some good stuff there he really goes into the process it's an excellent read and then talks about what's coming up next. 
Uh, some good stuff. The, he, we know the um, Will Eisner's uh, contract with God is coming up, but he also says there's another Mark Schultz Xenozoic Tales coming, covering the first part of the Xenozoic Tales stories, as opposed to the IDW edition that covered the latter part of the stories. So that looks awesome too. And then finally, uh, Charles Burns uh, talks about uh, the Fantagraphic Studio edition Black Hole. And he approached Fantagraphics uh, editor about doing it. They didn't approach him. So I thought that was an interesting uh, switch up where an artist went and uh, approached somebody else about getting it done. So, And that uh, leads us to the one review on the site this month. Um, even though Fantagraphics Studio Edition Black Hole by Charles Burns was released in November, November 29th, I did not get the review up until December, and uh, got some good uh, got some good coverage from that. Uh, Fantagraphics has been kind enough to promote the reviews. Uh, there has been um, I was listed on their website under press coverage for the um, How Foster's Prince Valiant. I was not listed for the Jaime Hernandez or this black hole, even though as far as I can tell, I'm not finding many more black hole reviews outside of my own. I just wanted to talk about that name for a second. So, I, you know, names change um, from solicitation to publication. I always base the name that I use on the review and the website and the index on what's in the indices of the book. And this Charles Burns indices, I've, you know, as always, I've got the photo of, of the page and it says, Fantagraphics Studio Edition Black Hole by Charles Burns. The solicitations from Fantagraphics and even their page still on their website says Fantagraphics Studio Edition Charles Burns Black Hole. So if you're wondering what the discrepancy is there, I go by the indices. And stick to it. Let me give you the blurb on this book and then we can talk about it. Charles Burns' black graphic novel Black Hole is one of the medium's most iconic works of the 21st century, a towering achievement by a master cartoonist and perennial classic some 15 years after its initial release. Set in suburban Seattle during the mid-1970s, it's the story of a strange plague that has descended upon the area's teenagers, transmitted by sexual contact. The premise lends itself to metaphorical interpretations as well as functioning as a perfect outlet to mine teen ennui and puberty-induced anxiety. This Fantagraphic Studio Edition showcases Burns' original art for the book, featuring exact reproductions of over 150 of his original pages at their actual size. While appearing to be in black and white, each page has been scanned in full color to retain the integrity and fidelity of the actual original art, warts and all. It includes several full chapters from the book, as well as selected excerpts that showcase Burns' impeccable sense of design, composition, and execution. Hypnotically beautiful and horrifying, Black Hole is a genuine American classic, and this is the closest most of us will ever get to sitting in the author's studio. 160 pages, 14 and a half by 19 and a half inches, $150. <clears throat> As it said there, the book does not include complete black hole. Uh, it includes chapters. And I list those in the review. We get uh, three chapters from issue one, one from issue three, one from issue four, one from issue five, one from issue six, one from issue seven, and part of the story from issue 12. So it's a selection, true to form. Um, I understand it's a tough... I mean, the artist clearly has all the art. And, um, you know, First Blush, First Instinct says to me, man, I would have loved two volumes. Let's see it in its entirety. 
because now this has been published. We're never they're never going to go back and redo it as two volumes. It's this is it. Here's our selection from Charles Burns' Black Hole, and it's never we're never going to see the whole thing. So that's always a little disappointing. The uh, the reproduction is amazing. Um, Fantagraphics has done an amazing job on all their studio editions. Um, really, really great stuff. It's uh, this book really. It's interesting, and I think you know, designed by Charles Burns. Um, it really follows the layout of other existing the existing artist edition format. So we got. Uh, Matte pages, um, chapter dividers, cleverly done, nice end papers. Um, the book comes in a white cardboard box with a sticker, so uh, skewing the f- the the designs that we've seen on previous Fantagraphics Studio editions. This one's sticking more to the the way it is, and uh, it's it's some great stuff. Um, as I said, I've you know. It's disappointing not to get the whole story. But you do get some amazing selections of artwork. You can always, after this, go back and pick up the collection and if you want to read the whole thing. It's uh, it's a really well done. Uh, I would have liked to see uh, a table of contents. Uh, just I went back through the name of each story, looked it up on comics.org, and then found the chapter names and determined what issues it's from. Um... There's some random covers at the back. Again, no real index. Uh, I would have loved to get some material from Burns about his this book. Maybe the the other. I mean, the other two Fantagraphic Studio editions had interviews, so we've got sort of a taste. I thought a format of how these books were going to go, and then this sort of excuse most of what that was. But uh, if you're a fan of original art or Charles Burns, this is a great great book to have. And uh, as I said, it's funny. The uh, uh, on the bottom of my reviews, I always you know put the uh, if I can links to whatever you can buy it online. And uh, right now, it's I mean it's it's eighty bucks on Amazon.ca. So this is a hundred and fifty dollar U.S. cover price book. Um, so they I think that you know with the exchange rate, I don't know what they put that up to in Canada, but here's eighty bucks Canadian. Uh, Americans, that's 60 US plus you're probably going to pay about 10 bucks shipping. So it's a significant discount to get it from Amazon.ca. So check the link at the bottom of my review if you're interested in that. That's, uh, yeah, that's the month uh, in artist editions. Uh, amazing stuff. Really, please come back uh, and do some voting in January. Really hoping to get as much voting as possible. As well, uh, for any editors or uh, people in the uh, industry out there, um, Scott Dumbier, I sent you some emails uh, with some questions. I know we were going to, uh, I've approached uh, most of the companies about answering some questions and doing some, uh, maybe some uh, written interviews. Um, so Scott Dumbier graciously accepted. I've sent him some stuff. I'm, uh, I told him to take as long as he needed. So I'm not sure when that will come out. Uh, I emailed Bob Chapman. I have not received a response from there yet from Graffiti Designs. I'm looking at uh, contacting Dark Horse and asking about this new edition. I know that my last contact with Dark Horse was asking them if we were going to see any more gallery editions because we didn't see anything in 2017, but that looks like it's rolling forward. 
And I did spend about three weeks uh, humming and hawing. Uh, I signed up for Patreon just as they had announced the fee changes, so then I didn't bother doing anything. And then uh, they've reneged and said, oh, no, we're going to go back to how it was. We're never gonna, not going to change anything. So then I thought, all right, I'm going to proceed with my Patreon. But I really don't know what Patreon levels to offer. I mean, I... Uh, I can't, I can't offer additional material. The only thing I can do is uh, I've, I'm going to have a basic level of just, you know, hey, you like the site, you know, you can throw me a buck or two bucks a month. And then I'm going to have uh, another level for advanced reviews. I've decided I'll, I'll uh, offer the reviews exclusively to Patreon uh, supporters first, and then after a couple of days it'll go out to the general public. Uh, Patreon has some nice uh, WordPress integration now, so you can... Uh, I can uh, set reviews online that you require a Patreon account to be able to log in and see them, and then I can remove that after a couple of days. So that seems like I think that's the way I'll go. Uh, this last, I mean, I launched the aindex.org site, so it's had the full six months where I've been asking people to please support the site. If you're going to buy a book, uh, please use one of my affiliate links and to help um, support the site. I mean, with the Patreon funds and the affiliate links, that doesn't mean I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to review more. I already review every artist edition, right? So it's not like I can provide more reviews. So the best I can do is uh, provide some exclusives uh, or at least timed exclusives to supporters. And we'll see how it goes. I don't know. It uh, it may come and go, but at least I want to give it a try. I mean, when you look at 19 artist editions last year, I mean, what's the average on these things now? 150 bucks. So it's, uh, I mean, I'm three grand in for last year to review this stuff. Anyway, that's enough of me complaining. Thank you for joining me for another edition of this podcast. I'm always thankful for any comments you'd like to leave. There are no comments on the website, but my email address is there, or you can email, it's scott at aeindex.org. Please email me any comments or questions. I'd love to hear back from everybody on what they thought about the year or the reviews or uh, Patreon levels, what you think I could do. So please uh, drop me a line. Let me know. Thanks, and uh, I'll be you'll be hearing from me next month. <laughs>